walking with Jesus, serving with love, and sharing with courage. Welcome to the PCOM Podcast. Welcome back to the PCOM Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Ellis. So good to be with you this week. This is one of those funny months where there are five Tuesdays, so I get to be with you twice in a row. Next week, Jeff Given will be back, and two weeks after that, Dr. Dan Van Voris will be here bringing us some historical wisdom. But as always, it is great to be here with you today. Today, I'm going to talk about two exciting things that are going on at PCOM for the new year. Just to tell you a little bit more about um, what's happening, because it is an exciting time to be here at PCOM, and we've briefly mentioned these, but now they are off the ground and running, and we would love to hear how they're working for you, and also just to spread the word about them, because they are so new. They both just launched in January. It is January 31st, um, and we want to spread the word about them, not only within our PCOM family, but also to the wider community, because our hope is that these would be a resource to people well beyond our congregation, community resources for all. So the first is our parenting classes. We have a class going right now for parents of zero to three-year-olds, and there are a few weeks left. You can um, still connect to these classes if you're interested. The second class is for parents of tweens, so fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, that kind of in-between elementary and high school, moving into junior high years. And we found that these two particular seasons of parenting are pain points for parents, not because they're really unpleasant seasons, but just because both of these windows, age zero to three and age 10 to 13 or so, are years of a lot of change and transition um, development in those kids in terms of brain development and skill development and peer relationships and things like that. So a lot of change happens in those time windows, and that can make parenting kind of an uphill climb. We figure out one phase, and before we've quite figured out that phase, they're on to the next phase, and it really helps both to have tools. These classes are led by parenting experts who have advanced degrees in these areas. Um, they're not just people who read a book one time or raised a few kids and think they're they're experts. They, these are genuine parenting experts, um, very, very well-trained. One class is led by a woman named Nanette. The other one is led by a woman named Paige, and we can highly recommend them both. Um, And this is a resource both for PECOM parents and for the wider community. So we've had MOPS moms involved, but we also want to make sure that these resources are made known in our wider community. So if you're a grandparent or a parent and you have a friend who says, gosh, I just, I don't know what to do in this phase. It's super overwhelming. um, Reach out to us. We'd love to connect you with one or both of these parenting classes. There is a fee involved for them. It is about, it comes out to about $15 per class. The classes are just over an hour. And at the zero to three age class, folks are invited to bring their baby or toddler along um, so they don't have to pay additional for childcare. So that is the first thing. We have our parenting classes. These are the ones we're running in January. We hope to run many more. We've had many requests for a class on parenting teenagers. And so we are looking into that and we will keep you posted. The second launch we had in January is the launch for our community music and arts conservatory, CMAC. It began in January. We have instructors for violin, cello, piano, voice, 
and drums. We have instructors who are willing to teach children and adults, and we have several students who are adults and many students who are children. The lessons take place right here at PCOM according to your schedule and your availability and the availability of our teachers. And one of the best things for me as a pastor about this new community music and arts conservatory is that I will walk across campus now many days of the week, many different hours, and I will hear music coming from various classrooms. And in a way, that's always been true of PCOM. We have the choir practicing, and we have the Chinese church singing upstairs, and we have youth group nights where we're worshiping and praising, and pizza and praise, and Sunday worship. But now there's even more music on campus, and it's it's this wonderful, beautiful outpouring of beauty. You know, even a beginner violin, you know, who might be a little screechy, and and I I myself started taking violin in high school, and I had to quit because I just couldn't listen to myself practice. I had a decent enough ear for music that it was past time for me to be able to sit there and listen to myself learn. Um, so even the beginners, there is such a joy to it and such a beauty to it, and there's something holy about music. I think that has been part of PCOM's DNA since its founding. One of the first, many of the first stories I heard upon first coming to PCOM were stories of music, stories of John Elge, and stories of worshiping in the commons before the new sanctuary was built, and stories of kind of the heart songs of this congregation that, you know, we always sing dance like David danced at VBS, and we always sing Awesome God. And there's something about lifting our candles and and singing Silent Night um, at at Christmas time in the sanctuary that really moves our hearts and moves our souls. So we're so excited to have more music on campus, and our hope is to really establish and then grow this community music and arts center to the point where we can have recitals and have concerts and things like that and really celebrate the gift of music in our community. But right now, since we are just starting out, we are also just looking for more students. So maybe that's you. You've always been interested in trying the cello. It's never too late. You're never too old. It's a wonderful hobby to pick up early in life, but it's also a wonderful hobby to pick up late in life. Piano is something that you can learn at any age, and, and we have pianos all over campus. So don't be afraid to be a beginner. We put out that invitation to you, but we also put out that invitation to anyone in our community. So if you have a friend or a neighbor or a classmate, I was just talking to someone at the boys' school. They both attend Viejo Elementary. I was talking to someone at Viejo who said, you know, one of our goals for our kindergarten son in the new year is to get him into piano lessons. Do you know anyone? We said, boy, do we ever. We have some connections for you. So we encourage you to check it out if you're interested and to help us spread the word because we are advertising it as much as we can within the church and also to the outside community, but really nothing beats grassroots word of mouth. So thank you for your partnership in helping us spread the word about the parenting classes and about the Music and Arts Institute. The final thing we have coming up that is not a new program we're launching, but rather a very ancient, beautiful, spiritual church practice is Ash Wednesday. Ash Wednesday this year takes place on February 14th. So happy Valentine's Day. Remember you are dust and to dust you shall return. I'm thinking with a lot of compassion and empathy. I'm thinking about all of those people who will decide to give up chocolate for Lent 
and realize that Lent starts on Valentine's Day. It's a very odd confluence of events. But we will remember that scripture predates any Americanized holidays. So for Ash Wednesday this year, as in previous years, we are inviting anyone who's interested to come to the sanctuary anytime between 7 a.m. and 10 a.m. So that three-hour window on Ash Wednesday, February 14th, we will be open for a time of quiet prayer. It's drop-in, so you don't have to stay for any specified amount of time. There will be written prayers available if you want to sit and pray with a guide or if you want to sit and pray quietly on your own. And there will be at least one pastor, if not more. There are times um, we'll be overlapping, and it'll be Daryl and I or, or Jackson and I in the sanctuary together. You're welcome to come and receive the imposition of ashes. And Ash Wednesday is this annual holy reminder that we come from the dust. Adam was formed out of the dust, and that one day our bodies will return to the dust. But we are, as the author Lisa Sharon Harper so beautifully puts it, beloved dust, that God has created us out of the dust of the ground, and that God breathes life into us just as he did to Adam. It ushers in the season of Lent, a season of penitence, where we are reminded to repent from our sins, to turn back to God, to reflect upon the sufferings of Jesus. It is a beautiful, holy season in the church. And we begin by receiving the imposition of ashes. The ashes are created from the burned palms from last year's Palm Sunday, And that is another spiritual reminder that the crowds that once shouted Hosanna then soon turned on Jesus and shouted, crucify him. It is a reminder of how soon our affections can be tuned to the wrong thing. And it is a reminder above all of the deep love of Jesus for us. He knows our hearts. He knows our steps. And he gives us grace upon grace upon grace. So you come to the sanctuary anytime between 7 and 10 on Wednesday, February 11th, Valentine's Day, and receive the imposition of ashes. And it is also our privilege on that day um, to pray over you. So a lot of people will bring in prayer requests, and we just stand there together at the front of the sanctuary. It's very private. It's very sacred. There are other people in the room, but we speak very quietly, and we ask if there's anything you would like prayer for. And people come with all sorts of prayer requests. And it is just our honor to receive those and to bring those before the Lord with you. And if you don't want prayer, that's fine too. You can just receive ashes. Jackson encourages people to come for ashes as another way to witness to our neighbors. You know, they'll say, what's that smudge on your head? Are you Catholic? And you'll say, no, but, you know, we love the Catholic Church. There are brothers and sisters in Christ, and this is a sign of my love for Jesus. But more than that, it's a sign of Jesus' love for me. And Jesus loves you too. It's, it's a wonderful opportunity to have a little conversation starter with your neighbors, if you so choose, or your coworkers or folks at school. Kids can come by before school. Um, we're also talking about doing an Ash Wednesday opportunity at youth group that night for the kids who aren't able to make it before school. And as always, it's not necessary or prescribed or required, but it's an opportunity to connect with Jesus in a holy place with your pastors who love you. So those are my three invitations as we head into the new year, the parenting classes um, and the community music and arts conservatory and Ash Wednesday, February 14th, 7 to 10 a.m. in the sanctuary. And I apologize for my stuffy nose on this podcast. Uh, Daryl and Felicity were sick last week, and I thought I escaped it, but I've got it. I'm, I'm well enough to be back at work today, but I'm still fighting a little of that drip. So for anyone else who's suffering a little bit of that drip this season, 
solidarity, and prayers for healing. All right, my friends, it has been so good to be with you today. Next week, Jeff Given will be back on the podcast. Three weeks from today, Dr. Dan will be here on the podcast, and I'll be back again with you in two weeks. And I look forward to connecting with you on Sunday morning. If you have any feedback on the podcast, any questions, any concerns, any comments, or anything you'd like to share, I'd love to hear from you. Courtney.ellis at mypcom.com. You can call me at the church or you can just find me on the patio on a Sunday. I'd love to connect with you. Until next time, my friends, take care, be well, and God bless. 